Hello, hello. Today is September 24th, 2019, Tuesday. We're going, we're doing a blast to the past because I forgot to upload the episode of Brad Kaufman. And it's not that I forgot, I got lazy and it was super hard with this audio. So I apologize about my audio, but what's more important is you can hear me. I'm loud to begin with. You can hear Brad's voice. I'm still going to call this episode 19. It was supposed to be episode 11, but here we go. Enjoy. Today is Thursday, and today I tried to quit smoking through hypnotism with the Brad Kaufman. He is a strategic psychotherapist. Am I saying that right, Brad? Yeah. I, I like to say modern-day wizard, even though he coined that term, but it's the modern-day wizard. Well, I, I threw that out there for you. You just seem to really like it. So. I, I did. I really, I did, I really did like it because it makes way more sense to me. Even though I'm Catholic and sounds kind of pagan, but and uh, he has a BA in it's psychology and an MA in counseling, psych, in counseling psychology. That's right. Yeah. Um, also, if you, uh, I'm, I'm going to plug his stuff later, but uh, for reference, his website is www.bradcoffin.ca. That is www.bradka. U-F-F-M-A-N. And the focus of today's show is obviously quitting smoking. And there's a few other things I want to touch on, like neurohacking and brought up quantum mechanics. And we'll mm-hmm. just see what happens, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like usually how things go. And if you notice I have a rosary, I w- it's funny that I went to, that this is happening, because I was watching, uh, uh, going through Netflix, and last night there was a movie on about a guy that says, and I don't, I think it was with, who's the guy, because they made a song that smells like Kevin Bacon. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Oh, okay. He, I think it was him that was in this movie, and it says he was hypnotized in the, through demon, and then the demon possession somehow came and entered into mm. it. So I have a, I'm a Catholic, by the way, I mentioned it in every, <laughs> uh, and I've been going to Latin Mass, so I have a rosary with me, just in case, I don't know what kind of spiritual world we're opening. That's the question I was going to ask you first, was, what sure. is hypnotism? Sure. I mean, that is a fantastic question. I get it all the time. So, of course, being a Christian myself and coming from a, a Christian background, um, right, when, when I talk to people about doing hypnosis or, or utilizing the tool of hypnosis, um, it, it does. It kind of has this kind of like black magic uh, type feel to it uh, for people that come from our uh, type of culture. So, basically, what hypnosis is, is most people don't realize it but we go into hypnosis multiple times per day so if you ever sit down and you watch a movie and you get involved into that movie and you get sucked into that movie and you're feeling the emotions and um, your emotions move with the intensity of what you're seeing on the screen well we all know that the movie actually isn't real Right. If somebody dies on screen, they're just actors. They're just, you know, basically pretending. Like going into the movie, you're saying, or like when you're watching it, conscious, are you saying subconsciously we don't know it's real? Like in that moment? Or like, because when we go into the movie, you go, oh yeah, we're watching the movie. Right. But during that, is, is that like inducing, or are you saying it's like inducing some sort of traumatic, like a horror movie is inducing some sort of traumatic? Well, a horror movie or even like a really um, emotional drama or something like that, if you believe what you're seeing on the screen, your emotions are going to correspond with what you're seeing on the screen. Like Rocky, I want, when I watched Rocky, I was convinced I was going to be a, a boxer. Or, or, uh, 
what was that? The Interstellar was a good movie, and I'm, I'm like, I'm a fucking, I'm gonna be an astronaut. Yeah, That's yeah. What so basically, you were hypnotized into um, being inspired by what you saw in those movies. You, you were drawn into the story. So basically, all hypnosis is is concentrated focus, nothing more. So if you're blocking out the rest of the world and you get into a movie, like if you go to a theater. The reality is when the light, lights are up, you're sitting in a room with hundreds of other people, right, in a large theater. That's the reality. But you sit in that theater for two hours and you don't pay attention to the hundreds of other people that are sitting there. Unless the guy's chewing popcorn behind you. And, right. <laughs> and that's always going to, or somebody's kicking your seat. Like, right. That, those are always going to, but I see, but yeah, when you're in a movie, yeah, you see, and people, you can hear people gasping or... You can hear, and they're into this. It's almost—it is weird when you think about it. It's like a trance because there—you can hear people gasping at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, from a other spectrum, the people. So, are these people using tools in in movies to like? That's a con conspiracy part of my brain. It's like, okay, they want to, because um, everyone's doing it in sync. So they must because there's always a, a beginning, middle, climax, end. Mm -hmm. So are they focused on? Yes, we know this is going to scare the the public. You're at this point. Well, well, yeah, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to induce your emotional experience, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't be intrigued by movies. So now you talk about the person with the popcorn. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, you're trying to watch a movie, but where is your focus going? Uh, now the idiot that threw popcorn at me. Right. So, or, not, or chewing popcorn. Yeah. Well, right, right. And yeah. maybe dropping it and throwing well, it and I doing mean, whatever else they're doing. I throw popcorn at them. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I got it backwards. There you go. So, but what happens there is then that person steals your focus uh, away from the screen. But if the movie is compelling enough, you don't even notice the popcorn being chewed behind you. You, you really won't, right? If it's intense enough, if you're absorbed in it enough, so all of your focus goes into it. And there's actually a positive correlation um, between hypnotizability uh, and intelligence. So if you have a higher IQ, you tend to be more hypnotizable. Really? Yeah. I would think in my head, because I tend to go all over the place, but here's what I was thinking was that, you know, the, the stuff I've seen on hypnotism, like what I've learned is, you know, the, the state, we all think of hypnotizing the guy that comes up on the show and makes somebody mm -hmm. dance like a chicken mm -hmm. or what, like whatever show you have. Yeah, don't worry, you'll be clucking like a chicken by the yeah, end yeah, of the time. Yeah, like a chicken or like I said in the end of the like I don't want to wake up with a sore bum. That's why I have duct tape. I applied duct tape earlier. But, uh, don't worry, you, you, you don't have to smoke cigarettes from that end. I'm not going to make no, you No, I don't have to smoke. Okay, perfect. But... There's, there's, I remember what, and Darren Brown, I'm pretty sure you're, oh, yeah. so yeah. he brought up the fact that uh, there is like, really people don't, you're explaining it to me and where I understand a little bit more, but the way he says is that no one really understands it because those people that are in, like in the crowd atmosphere, I guess it's a whole different discussion because they don't want to disappoint. Like there's a thing where it's like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to do this. So you're open mm -hmm. to suggestion. Mm -hmm. It's like there's a, that church, I believe, is it Pentecostal? I don't want to. Yeah. Where they yeah. on the higher extremes, you see them, they're like, you're now healed. But there's a trick. And he mentioned this. And I think it was on another podcast. Like, he did a whole special on it. On, on yeah. a, OK. Yeah. And he mentioned something slowly, though, like how you're used to going in for a handshake. Mm -hmm. But if you tug on somebody because they're used to this motion, yeah. you pull them in because yeah. your body's not expect, expecting that movement. Yeah. So. Is it, but that but the way you're describing it, it sounds like, and we talked about this before about man-made words. This 
hypnotizing is, I think, do we get lost in the word hypnotize? Yeah, we definitely do because most people associate it with, you know, stage hypnosis and, and that type of thing. Really, what's happening on stage hypnosis is no different. People, uh, people who want to go up on stage to be hypnotized, already there's an openness to them uh, to be put into that space to have that experience. Like, oh, I'm ready to go up. Yeah, I'm ready. And so then you'll notice he will test who's ever most compliant. Um, because, you know, how many people does he bring up? And he probably brings up like 20 or so people. But you'll see in, in the midst of the show, they'll usually narrow it down to about five people that utilize the, the most. And these people are the most focused. They're the most focused on his voice. They're the most focused on his suggestion. They're the most focused on being compliant. Um, and really, there's compliance tests and everything that you can do as well. So now my encouragement to you, right? I know that you've talked about being skepti skeptical about hypnosis. Is, and really, as you should be. I'm moving around. I'm, I'm and, nervous. Like, and, I'm sweating. Thinking about it. I'm holding. I'm not even put this on. Yeah. So, yeah. Go for well, it. But here's the thing. And this is what I was discussing with you before. Also, I just want to acknowledge, since we are videotaping, the glasses aren't because I think I'm Mr. Cool. It's because of the eye. And I already explained the eye. Most people already know what's going on. I got crazy glue in my eye. And I basically hypnotize the right side of my face. So, the sunglasses are just, I'm very sensitive to the light. And we got some different lights going on here. But, um, do, wait, is that an important part? Is it eye contact? Well, because I just thought about that now. Um, not necessarily. No. I mean, there. I mean, the the eyes. Uh, I mean, there, there's all kinds of things that we use as practitioners to basically. It's saying pacing um, with the individual that we're working with. Now, the important thing is hypnosis is a tool, and this is the important thing. So it's basically how is the tool being used? So it's just like a hammer. Um, kind of like we've talked about before, you can either build a building with a hammer or you can basically rip a building down, you know, with a hammer. You can build a wall or you can, you yeah, or you can break a hole into the wall. It's basically how are you using the tool? So it's right. either constructive or destructive. So now just to kind of put you at ease here, ease. all hypnosis is self hypnosis. So have you ever been driving your vehicle and you go from point A to point B and you get to point B and you're kind of like, how the fuck did I get here? Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. actually, that, that, that's self-hypnosis. So your body can drive on uh, autopilot yeah. because you've been driving for so many years and it knows what to do. Now, if something really intense happens on the road, all of a sudden your focus is moving. So you have to realize you have an internal world and an external world. What's happening when you're driving down the road, you've hypnotized yourself into your internal world. You're, you're having a self dialogue with yourself. You're running scenarios. You're thinking about the meeting you're driving to. You're, you thought about the meeting you were just at, even though you're driving a vehicle down the road, it's okay. Your body knows how to drive the vehicle because you've trained it to do so. And your, your brain is able to identify if there's a risk on the road. So you can literally be hypnotized and then get popped out right away um, if something intense happens on the road in front of you. So I have a question about that because it's going to come into play now. And I'm going to play as a skeptical person that is listening to this as I would be too. So there's a couple of questions and, I'll, and I'm going to get into them when I, after I ask this one. So 
I find that if I'm driving on a new road, I'm super alert, right? But if you're driving mm -hmm. the same pattern every day, Absolutely. you get caught up in your, and then that's the, that's where I feel that, well, I'm home already and I felt like a five minute drive, like hey, from the airport or something. Exactly. Same pattern every single day. So with that being said, if I know that you are going to try to hypnotize me, is that, is that going to affect the end result? For example, I want to, my goal, the goal today is to, the objective is to quit smoking or, or well, plant the seed to quit smoking? Well, basically this is what's going to happen. Actually, that's a good way to say it, plant the seed, but I'm not going to have you stop smoking. You, you can smoke a cigarette whenever you want, however you want for the rest of your life. I'm not here to make you stop smoking. I'm here to help you realize you you're, right now? I'm here to help you realize you're a non smoker, right? And so there's a, do you recognize the difference between not smoking and being a non smoker? The, the action and being identifying as a, identifying oneself as a Right, smoker. exactly, like exactly. I, am that, I need to have, like, uh, as I mentioned before, with, with alcohol, people do that too. Like, I can't be the same person. I, I'm that funny drunk guy or whatever, the same kind of... Right, but that's just a story. That we tell ourselves. That, that we tell ourselves. So, for instance, right, if I, if I take this cigarette right here, Right, and I and I. You're not a smoker because you're holding it like um, you're from like a, a femme. English, like oh my god, I'm here with this husband right now, and this uh, that's exactly how you're Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I I'm I'm used to. Have you ever smoke? I smoke cigars. Smoke cigars. Now, like that. Now the thing is, no, I, I smoke a cigar. Like, Can I smoke cigars. Hey, does it yeah. affect anything if I start smoking too? Well, here actually, I'm going to quit entirely. Yeah, no, no, so don't, 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 don't quit entirely. So pull out a cigarette, but don't yeah. light it up. Pull, pull it out, don't pull it out, it. don't light it up. Actually, hold on a sec. Yeah. Before you do that, I want to do one thing. Yeah. So here I am holding a cigarette. Now, whether I know, like, it, it looks like I know how to smoke a cigarette or yeah. not. Right now, am I a smoker or a non-smoker? Well, to me, no matter, you just look at a weird guy holding a, a, a not a weird guy, a guy holding a cigarette, very weird. Sure. Right? But sure. I, to me, you're like, okay, he has a cigarette in his hand, he's probably a smoker. That's what I would see if I was just looking at you. Probably. Okay, now that's important because if we went out here and stood on this balcony, yeah. the people across the way would see me holding the cigarette. And assume you're a smoker. They wouldn't see you holding a cigarette. Right. Because you're not holding one. So then who's holding the cigarette and then who's viewed as the smoker? You are. Correct. So then who's correct? You, who says you're a smoker. Oh, hold on, sorry. That's just a model of audio glitch. Okay, we can keep going. That's good. We got so much audio. We're, we're good? We're all good. Okay. Are you sure? Do you want to keep... 100% I can see. I have this. is all good here. Okay. So who's telling the truth? You, that you're the smoker or them that I'm the smoker, right? Especially if I light it up and I start, you know, you know taking puffs off. Like, what is truth? Like, right. How do I know? I, or what's that saying? You'll say, I can never, I can always think of them. I'm, I feel like I'm smart enough to re recall things, but not, and maybe that's the story I keep telling myself. Hey, um, the story you keep telling yourself. I think therefore I am is what I was trying to say. So, right. um, is that like, I think therefore I am. So the, 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 the statement is, um, I, you know, 
I think I'm a, I think I'm a, I believe I'm a smoker. And is that what you're trying to remove that? Is that the truth you're trying to remove or my truth? Well, that's, that's well, in, in a way it's, it's not a truth because now really, if, if you're a smoker, then you have to show me your certification in smoking. You have to show me that you've been, I have one. yeah, sorry. yeah. Like, are, are you a card? bearing smoker no but that's actually a really good idea i should come up with a self-saboteur certified smoker right yes. absolutely so and i love how you say that because here that's actually hilarious here here we have it as a it, it's a sabo stick sabo stick i like that right now we've just created a new and i'm not promoting cigarettes for uh for kids out there or anybody uh, in general but uh, i'm promoting sabo sticks that's right sabo sticks we'll, we'll see if these remain sabo sticks by the time we're done here yes um, but really, we're, we're going to sit here today and it's not about you not smoking a cigarette because you could give me that pack of cigarettes and I could, I could smoke six of them. I'm, I'm not going to, but I could smoke six of them right now if I wanted to. And I could take this pack of cigarettes with me and I could hold on to it for an entire year. And I, I could smoke another one, you know, 30 days from now, and then another one after. Sabotage, self-sabotage, self-sabotage, self-sabotage. Sabotage, self-sabotage, self-sabotage, self-sabotage. Self-sabotage.